This episode, Goals, the Basis for Success. Well, on occasion, John and I, we tend to mentor young entrepreneurs, and we were working with a young entrepreneur just the other week, and um, one of the things we realized is he didn't have a, an actually a clear goal and or a roadmap for what he wanted to do with his business. So we decided that we would talk a little bit about goal setting, how to set goals, and some of the things that you need to do to have goals so that you can stay on track. And this applies to both business and to your um, home renovation projects and, and basically anything else that you have in life as well. So... We'll get to it in just a second. Welcome to the Handyman Pros Radio Show. Home improvement and maintenance tips from the pros. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Handyman Pros Radio Show, where our goal is to help save you time, money, and aggravation on your home maintenance and repair. This edition's entitled Goals, the Basis for Success. To help me explain, I'm here with the ever goal-setting and hard-driving Mr. John. Johnny, <laughs> what is going on this week? What have you been doing? Um, well, the last, actually the last couple of weeks, and I think this is going to take me into next week as well, because um, I think it's going to rain the next couple of days. We can only hope. It's been oh, a little dry man. here in Atlanta, Whew. folks. Yeah. Um, but I'm working on that gazebo, that gazebo in our neighborhood. It's over a dam, you know, and I probably told you this thing's quite a structure. I, I got to say this thing is, uh, you know, if you were to build this thing today, it's, it's got to be probably about a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. I mean, it, you know, it, it's, it, it's, that's a lot two, of gazebo. It's 20 feet. It's, tw- it's gotta be at least 20 feet tall, at least. And it's 20, f- it's, it's, uh, it's round. Um, and it's 20 feet across. Wow. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a big one. And the steps leading into it are, are eight feet across. That, um, that walkway is eight feet wide all the way down. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so Johnny every one of those boards I replaced were all eight foot, all eight foot boards, you know, and I rebuilt the steps and stuff going down into it. Um, but it's built over the water. It's actually over the water on top of this dam. Yep. And, um, I mean, when I got to looking at it, you know, it was here before I even moved in from the old builder that, uh, that went bankrupt. Um, but, um, short, long story short is that it's, uh, you know, I got to looking at it more and more as I worked on, it, I'm like, man, somebody put a lot of work in this thing. I mean, it is all trimmed out to the hilt. It is, it's just, that's, it's not something you have in your backyard. Let me, let me put it that way. This thing's a major structure. So, Anyways, the the last part about this is that uh, you will know, we'll be staining, you know, uh, the 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 wood in there because I cl- I pressure washed, I cleaned everything up, and now it's ready to all be stained. Um, and I'm just shocked that the boards inside that thing, and they're just five quarter boards, are as good as they are over. It's got that thing's got to be thirty years old. Wow. Yeah. So, so really heavily trimmed out, John. That must have been a theory, uh, or not a theory. That must have been a, a theme in your neighborhood because you have that one client that has, you know, well, the well trim, no, the, trim, yeah. it's trim a palooza. No, it's not. It's not over trimmed. I mean, this thing is. This thing is not. I mean, this thing is like that. Um, this has just been a. <laughs> this was a really nice job that they did on there. I, I'm just, uh, you know, and it's all tight. I mean, it's it's it was built right. Whoever did that, you know, hats off to them. Really, really nice. Anyways, wow. so All that's right. what I've been. That's what I've been doing. It's been keeping me busy, and I've got 
some other some other things going on here with uh, some neighbors after I get done with this thing. So, so so this sort of I'm, lends I'm ourselves tired, to goals. Larry. So John has this goal <laughs> of basically not working outside his neighborhood. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> and and he says so. Yeah, as you just heard him. So far, so good. So he has taken his business model and basically doesn't really want to travel, right? So he has been kind of selective and he's gotten himself, you know, in with. Uh, all of his neighbors, I don't know how many he have, but quite a number. And um, doesn't no, there's really matter. about 65 homes in this neighborhood. So, yeah, so 65 homes. And John has a, a pretty thriving little business just in his little own little neighborhood. He does a few little bit, few jobs here and there outside. Not, but you, you, unlike me, you very rarely travel. I, I tend to travel yeah. A yeah. Little, quite a bit. Not, a, I don't know if I want to say a lot, but more than, way more than you do. Way more than you do. I was, I was in a, I was in a place, um, and they, somebody, somebody said, "Hey, man, what are you doing?" You know, it's like, well, this, you know, I'm handing me that boat. I live down in, uh, you know, such and such. I'm like, nah, not going down there. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, it's 20 miles, you know, uh, 15 miles away. I'm like, nah, not gonna. No. Yeah. And that, but th- those are the choices that you've made, right? You know, you've made, you've made well, a choice. Well, that's, to that, not that's do that. it, you know, and I think it goes back to, you know, from, from counseling on our show here, counseling younger folks is, uh, you know, what's your, what's your goals and, and, uh, you know, and I think we've talked about this before and I'm not going to, I'll let you go here, Larry, you know, uh, with the show, go on with the show, but it's, you know, I think it's once you, in this business, once you build up the clientele, you kind of keep going, you know, kind of in a round robin with with that the number of clients. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. And you you tend to, you know, referrals and things they they beget one another and things like that. But so we this, the concept for this show came up in that I in particular, and I'm going to bring John in on this this conversation. I have a young friend. He's actually a friend of of. He's a friend of mine. It's his son of a friend of mine. And this young man is Johnny. I, I tell him this and, and he appreciates it. You know, he gives me hope for the next generation because he's 23 years old. He is a smart young man. He wants to work in the trades. He's not a, a you know, he's not a college guy. He's just not a books guy, which is fine, you know, but he's smart. Right. You know, you just mm-hmm. you just know he's smart. And his dad's a is an entrepreneur himself, so he kind of understands the being self-employed kind of thing. But at the same time, he's young. He's very inexperienced in a lot of things. And so in my conversations, what I, I came to realize that he just doesn't really have a clearly defined goal. You know, he has goals, but they're not clearly defined. And so when I was talking with you about doing this kind of show, we thought about it and we've discussed many, many of these factors before in regards to home improvement. And these principles work the same thing for your home improvement. You know, we always say visualize what you really want and build a, you know, build a use case and, and try and work through the prod or through the project, right? Meaning from the standpoint of if, if you want to put your sink over here, What's it like to have your sink over there? Well, you can do all that in your brain or, or at least in tape, as we say, we put tape on the floor and actually live it for a bit. Right. So we decided I decided and, and I guess and, and you concurred with this, that we, we needed to have a little discussion on how do you actually set a goal and what what sort of things are there with goals? And I know everybody does goal setting exercises, but this is something that's a little more apropos to what you want to do if you're working in the trades and stuff, you know, and um so with that, John, 
how do you set a goal? I'm I, just curious. I mean, I think I think you know when, when you're when you're young, um, I think we all have it inherently. We have a goal, right? Uh, that um, I think the hardest part about it is you know to kind of put it down on paper and see if it makes sense. You know, here, here in other words, you feel you feel what you want to do inside. But I think, you know, just to put it down and get it out out on uh, someplace where you can visualize it, you know, on a piece of paper where you're just going to, can I go after this? Does it make sense? You know, now I got to admit, you know, I got to admit to myself, is this my goal? <clears throat> Such as, hey, we were just talking about um, my clientele is, is within a, you know, a five mile radius. Right. You know, and I, is I mean, I don't have to write that down. I mean, that's why I know I don't want to travel. Right. That that was my goal. Right. Now, you know, to write it down, you know, and, and when we first started this whole thing, <clears throat> we had some of the goals in mind, you know, and um, you, you just I think when you put that down, you say, is that, you know, is that is that something that I can I can live with? In other words, can I find that many people uh, in in uh in that distance um you know what happens if i can't you know i think you have to be i think you have to be honest with with yourself yeah it does call for being brutally honest you know and and truly understanding like what's going on and to use your case john just bottom line are there just plain and simple are there enough potential customers meaning in our case meaning homes you know are there enough homes within that five mile radius of where you live and then the other important part is are there enough homes that will actually pay the rates that you want to charge, right? And and those two things are not necessarily um, they don't necessarily correlate, right? So, um, you know, if you if you want to get paid, I don't. It doesn't even matter. But whatever the rate, whatever your rates are, are they appropriate for the market? You know, and and I use the example of, and I said this to you before the show. You know, I want to make you know ten million dollars in the next two and a half years. Well, sure, it can be done. But is it realistic? Is that a realistic goal? And for me, I'm not willing to put in the effort it would take to make that happen. Is it real? And I'm not even sure even then it's realistic for me with my skill sets and things like that. But I mean, it could happen, but it's not really realistic. So it's just basically Don Quixote, you're, you're driving, uh, you know, you're chasing yeah. windmills, right? And um, so it, it, it needs to be realistic. You got to have a realistic goal. It's like, and, and I always say, set your goals. My thing is, is you set your goals up in little steps, right? Because there's this ancient Chinese proverb that says the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step and you have to go step by step to get, to get to wherever you go. But you have to have that perspective, you know, and, and, and I like the visualization thing. I like to know one of the things I think that people don't realize is, is that in every single industry, you look at the people that are successful, but what you don't really understand is what do they do on a day-to-day -day basis? What does their day look like, right? And I always like entertainers. Yeah. Take, a, take somebody in the movies, right? And you think, oh, man, that's a great life. It's perfect. It's this, it's that. You know, they make tons of money. You know, they, all they have to do is get up in front of the camera and this and that. What they don't see is the hours and hours and hours of study that go into being creative and becoming a character the the hours and hours and hours mm -hmm. of sitting on the set doing basically nothing 
you know, because they, they're waiting on a whole staff of people to get everything right from lighting to this to that. And the other thing I think that a lot of people don't understand is they work probably what, 14, 15, 16 hours a day. Yeah, they might not work all the time. Well, yeah, when, there they're, a work, lot of but things... when they're working, they're working hard. You know, it's not easy. Right. So, well, well to your point, a lot of things aren't aren't, uh, you know, what they seem to be. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, writing out what you want to do, especially in this business, um, I, I think putting it down on just go ahead and just put it down on paper. Just kind of draw a mind map on, you know, just start sp- spilling it out on a piece of paper and, and see where the where all the pieces come, yeah. you know, where, where they fall out. And then put them, you know, start putting things together, see if it makes sense or talk it better yet, talk it through with some other people. Yeah, with some people that are actually in yeah, the industry, in find the a business. mentor, and, more or less. and so yeah. that because you're going to be asked questions no matter what business you're you're in, and this could be from your mentor, from from whomever, you know your your person your personal uh, you know surroundings, they're going to ask you questions, and you want to have all the you know at the potential answers out at least being able to develop that answer from what you're you know what you've been feeling what you want to do and those kind of things right because i will tell you it's not it's not for everybody obviously neither is any other other business you know no no uh, so it's it doesn't so matter it's, yeah right? so it's one so it's one of those things you know but um you know for instance i mean you can make a you can make a lot of money uh in in the trades a lot of money it's a good life i mean I mean, I was in it before I was in a professional sales type of environment. You know, I wanted to try both ends to, you know, si- you know, of, of this whole spectrum. So right. um, I'm back to this. Uh, but, you know, for for you younger folks out there, uh, it's a it's a great way to make a make a great living, whether it's being in the handyman business, whether it's, you know, any, any mil- of the trades right now, being any a of the trades doesn't, right it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. I mean, really some matter. of them, I can tell you right now, some of them are paying a lot of money. They can't find anybody. Um, so, yeah. And so forth and so on. There's yeah. a lot, we, we've yeah. discussed that many, many times. We've, we, there's plenty of research or resources out there in the world to give you more information on what the trades are all about between the associations and, and, you know, other sources online and things like that. It's just, it's just huge. Um, but it is, it is an eye, you know, we always talk about eyes wide open, right? So what is it that you really want to do? How do you, you know, what is it that you think you want to do? I say, right. I always say, write out your perfect day. What's your perfect day for John and I, that's, we wake up about eight, about, you know, seven in the morning, or at least for me, wake up about seven in the morning. I look at the news. I uh, have my toast. I then look at what I need to do for the day. And then I go out in the boat. Um, <laughs> that's my perfect yeah. day. I mean, you know, right now, I I think, you know, I think that's a great, I think that's a great point. I think that's really where to, I think that's really where to start. I mean, I think, right, you know, that's a, it's a good starting spot to say, when you look at that, I think there's, I think a couple of things come out of that, uh, especially when you're younger, you you know, you and I are, you know, at the, at the back end here, but correct. You know, I, I think at that point you can be pretty honest with yourself. Am I a lazy person or am I a go getter? Right. Do I, at least maybe I feel like I'm a go-getter, but do I sound like I'm a lazy person? Because if, if you're, if you're not a, if you're not a go-getter, uh, don't expect to make money. Correct. And if you're not making X amount of money, you're not living period. Right. Okay. Right. right. And you exactly. gotta make, you gotta make an, 
you know, probably a lot more money than you think you do uh, to be to be um, viable uh, right now. And, uh, without a doubt. And and I kind of jest and I, that when I say I need to go out on the boat. No, folks, I, you know, I, and I, I, and I've that's, taken 25 years to get that's, to this that's, point. That's what I was going to say, because right? that's 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 part of your goal. I'm going to work my butt off. I'm going to get up at five o'clock every morning and I'm going to go to bed at, you know, nine o'clock, you know, but after X amount of years, I want to do this. And, you know, but you got to start somewhere to do this. Correct. Um, And you have to understand it's within your reach, too. So, folks, if you don't know this, I'm a member of the FI community, which is financial independence. And there's a whole huge amount of resources on becoming what's called financially independent out on the website. And if you want, send me an email, uh, handymanprosradioshow at gmail.com. I'll direct you to some of those resources. We're not going to get into a long discussion on this. But some of our guests have been our members of this community as well, Chad Carson being probably the most notable. Um, and and um, there's just tons and tons of resources out there on how to become financially independent and live this life where we have both John and I now have income that comes in when we don't work, you know? And so John does it through financial means. I do it through rental properties and financial means as well, but there's lots and lots of resources on how to get there. So, but the, but, but basic goal setting is, is, is where, you know, where do you want to be? Like, and, and what do you, and what do you think it is? Because when you're young, my young friend, he kind of doesn't understand, like, he's like, well, I just need to work more. And I'm like, well, do you need, do you really need to work more? Or do you need to work more efficiently? Or do you need to work more profitably? Or do you need to work in a different field well, of your business? Well, right? I will I will tell you, yeah, to that end, Larry, that's a that's a great point because you know it's, you can work hard and you can work smart. Um, Correct. And, you know, yep. um, when I was in uh, when I was doing sales, you know, when I first started out, I was just struggling. I mean, I was just uh, you know I was just getting my legs under me. Um, long story long story short um you know there was there was guys in there that were raking huge amounts of dollars per year working 20 hours a week sure and they did it I, just I, they just got into it and that's where they landed and, and right, they guys? were just they were they you know they just landed there yep. they got they got a um they just you know they were eagles they some of them were eagles some of them were very smart hard workers but they figured out a way um, to to cut some some corners that you know allowed them to do, and that was their goal. I don't want to work hard. I want to work smart. Smart, yeah. And I want to still make a lot of money. Um, so, anyways, but I and, think that's a great point. Is you know how hard do you want to work, but you got to work smart. Um, and with that comes rewards. You are, and I want to make a quick aside. You are always going to pay your dues, right? Nothing well, happens. That, and, and then there's rarely that. And then there's, yeah, there, yeah right? nothing gets handed to you. So, as a 23 year old, in your example, um, you're, you know, expect that you're going to get, you know, kicked around. You're, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to pay a price, you know, to, to, for success. But once you do that, you look back on it and say, that's, you know, that's the, that's the game. That's that's how that's how this place works. Yeah, and that's that's in the rearview mirror. And in his case, like I, I kind of laugh, right? He he's like, yeah, I don't. I'm just not a college guy. I said, no, that's okay. And I and he and he says, you know, well, you know, like like I did this job and I just didn't make very much money on it. And I said, well, there's your first course in college. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. Said, so it only cost you this much. I said, the good news is you actually didn't lose money on that deal. You're not in the hole, right? You're not coming out with student loan. And he's like, I never thought about it that way. I'm like, I understand you never thought about it that way. I said, well, you didn't make as much money. You know, you basically broke even on this one job. And I'm like, well, here's the deal. Just don't repeat it. You know, yeah, learn one, the one lesson. One job doesn't begin right? a, a career. Right, exactly. And, and you know, you're going to learn from from every one of these things, and you're going to progress, and you're going to you're going to you know go back to your your mission statement or whatever you want to write down, and say, hey, how am I going to improve? But you're going to get kicked around for a while. You are going to get kicked I, around. Boy, I'll yep. tell you, I certainly did. Oh, I did I too. Certainly through did. all those years. I, the only you know? the only time I really did was when I went when I was in maintenance because I had I had the aptitude. But when I got into sales, that was a whole different thing, and it's just uh, it was a tough, a tough uh, you know first couple of years. Yeah, there's so a lot I, of pressure. There's a lot of pressure in that business, tons. and um, so you know you just have to take your you know you just have to take your licks there for a while. And uh, but boy, the things you can learn out of that. And I will tell you also um, from a, if you're just starting off in this business, if you know other people who are in this business or can contractors or whatever you know follow some of these guys ask them a lot of questions hook up with them you yeah know? i mean we're going to put this offer out there to you if you're in the handyman business or any of the trades it really doesn't matter or you want to get in the trades or you're even thinking about it get a hold of us again questions at handyman pros radio show or handyman pros radio show at gmail.com either way send us an email we will sit you know i will talk i know i will i know john will too we'll talk to you we'll we'll spend time with you and not we're not bragging it's not anything like that but we've already paid our dues we've we've gotten the bumps and the bruises and stuff and i have a guy out in idaho who i worked with him for about three months and i'm again it's not i'm not bragging it's not brag it's just i told he's he's asking me all these questions and i'm like no I've been there done that don't you know blah 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 went through the whole thing in three months he, he had to stop calling me because he has too much work he can't handle the flow you know, he's, he's, it's like, and he was started off at ground zero, John. He had nothing. Yeah, mission and now, accomplished. Yeah, mission accomplished. And I'm like, yay. Yeah. And David, David, if you're out yeah. there, you know, please, I, you know, just, I, I love it. I really do love it. And I'm hoping to repeat this success with my young friend. I actually know I will because he's a very sharp young guy. And um, he's, uh, you know, he does some work for me as, as a subcontractor as it is. And so I know he's got potential. He, his attitude's right. He does the right kind of work. He's got all of that basic stuff. He's got a great work ethic, you know, really has restored faith in the next generations for me because he's not one of those kids who sits. In fact, he owns his own house at 23. He's not in mom and dad's basement playing video games, you know, not belittling that. But and eating Hot Pockets. And, right. And, and, but, you know, he's he goes out there. He goes to work every day. He gets up early. You know, he texts me at, at when I can be texted, which is many times before six o'clock in the morning, which is just shocks me because I'm used to be the guy that used to do that. And I, I was like, I only would text certain people because I knew they'd be awake, you know, but he texts me because he knows I'm up. We have a quick conversations, you know, bing, bing, bing. And he's off to the races, you know, and so anyway, so these are just some of the little things I was just going through the list um, on doing this. So one is part of part of goal setting. And I just want to get on this real quick. Part of goal setting is creating a roadmap, right? So part of that roadmap is you need to start small, needs to be realistic, needs to be achievable and it needs to be trackable. Meaning, OK, so don't start off with we use the example already. If you want to make ten million dollars in two years. It can be done, but it's it's a hard road to hoe. Make it make it simple. Say I want to get you know in I want to have 
I don't know, whatever your numbers are, $2,000 saved up in the next year. Okay. And for a lot of people, that's really a hard gig to do, but figure out how to do that. That's a realistic goal for most people, right? That's an achievable goal for most people. It's track it. How do you track it? You say in the next, you know, if I want to do that in a year, I need to put two, basically $200 a month away. It's a little less than that, but that'd give you $2,400 if you did $200 a month, but you got to have a little, you got to have a little leeway there. You can track that. How much did I put in my savings account this month? I tracked it. I put $200 in. Okay, good. Next month, I got to do the same thing again. Got to do the same thing again. And then you'll find things will happen. So with that, and that gets to benchmarks, right? You got to have benchmarks. Like what is your benchmark, right? You know, at the end of six months, where are we? You know, what do we do? Um, you do have to be flexible. You know, if, if your path isn't working, change the road, change the path, go to a different path. You know, hey, mm -hmm. not everything works. You know, really, it really doesn't, right? It, it, when you start doing things and you find out, you know, oh, we're, we, we thought that it was great this way, but it really hasn't, in reality, hasn't turned out that way, we switch directions. You know, we switch directions. We'd be flexible. Um, part of that is reassessing regularly, right? Go back over it and look at what's happening. Take your benchmarks and say, am I achieving my benchmarks? What am I doing? What's my path? How do I get there? How's it going? And the really important thing about this, and we believe this is what's going to come up here, is when times get tough, you'll know whether or not you're on track, right? So it keeps you motivated and keeps you going forward. Johnny, have you ever had any experiences like that? Yes, I mean, I, I think, I think where we're, you know, where you, where you got ahead with this is you have to condition yourself to be successful, right? And I think there's a structure, you know, what whether you follow every step that's out there not the ones that we just talked about but you know it to a minutia but you're going to find that you're going to have some kind of some kind of structure in your life that's going to help you get by whether 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 something happens um uh in 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 your business life your personal life what whatever it is to 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 overcome it and move on right Right. I got to have it. You and and have so, a so, so yeah. if something happens, let's say we hit hard times and, and, you know, uh, you, you, uh, the, the business that you work for no longer exists. Right. You're going to have some kind of a structure internalized, you know, the incompetent, competent, right. You know, right. you're going to, you're going to have some kind of a structure that says, Hey, I'm going to pull myself out of bed and I'm going to go make it happen again. Yep. And I think that goes for, you know, even, you know, the success within your, within your own business. Hey man, I lost a deal. Um, you know, pull yourself out, go find another prospect, another per client to, to, to do some work for. Yeah, very much. So. Uh, something goes sideways. Um, you know, and we've talked about this before, having a, having a pipeline of, of, of clients out there. Right. Um, it, it's things like that, you know. These are so. these are from the two old grizzled sales guys that understand, you know, when when a when a deal falls through, if there's you, you basically go next because you just don't really have a choice. Right. I mean, and I say the old grizzled John and I both sold professionally. Mm -hmm. We we get it. You know, it's like not every deal comes through. Don't put pin all your hopes on one deal. 
you know, always work a couple in a pipeline as far as from a sales standpoint, but marketing, however you want to call it, don't, don't rely on one source of business. In my opinion, that's really my opinion. Now it depends on the businesses and so forth and so on. depends on what you're particularly doing, but there's plenty of businesses that are made with one, you know, massive client, right. That have multiple vendors. So your chance, you know, then you're competing with other vendors within a job, but at the same time, don't pin all your hopes on one job coming through and don't have anything else in the hopper. You know, you got, you got to be working multiple, angles at all times and then you pick and choose you know and especially you and i think that's you know i think that's good advice in this business is to yes. have when you have multiple clients you're going to feel real comfortable doing you're you're going to feel real comfortable having uh the conversation that says i'm i'm busy i can get to you in two weeks you better learn as an owner operator to have that dis- dis- that discussion because that's because a that's a good one to have instead of you know I'm not uh, doing anything uh, yeah you know so when you get to that stage you're gonna start feeling you're gonna start feeling like the uh, you know like you're fishing and the and the and the fish is tugging on the line right. then you're then you're in a good position right right so anyways. All right. We can well, talk about all that later too. So, so once again, you know, I want to put it out there, and John, John, and I have discussed this, <laughs> folks. If you would like, you know, we'll we have about a million different business success things that we can talk about. Anything from operations to, uh, you know, to marketing to sales, and marketing and sales are different, by the way. Um, they're one is part of the other, and both are integral. Um, but we can talk about marketing, sales. We can talk about operations. Obviously, we can talk about tools and, and how you actually operate your business and what sort of things that are available to you at low cost and stuff. We want to offer that out to you. If you're actually interested in any of this stuff, send us an email, questions at handymanprosradioshow.com or at handymanprosradioshow at gmail.com. Either way, we will get back to you. Usually, we, like, we do put some qualifications on this. You're going to have to want to do this, and you have to be coachable and or you kind of have to listen and try some of the things that we say, but we're going to ask you a whole series of questions that are basically formulated around um, where you want to go. Basically, part of this goal setting arrangement is what do you, what is it that you actually want to do? You know, um, you got to have that somewhat qualified in your head. And then, you know, how much money would you like to make? And and we don't want numbers like I want to make, you know, two billion dollars because we're not qualified to give you that kind of information. But if you want to get out into six plus figures in your handyman business, we actually have experience doing that we know how to do that if we don't choose to do it anymore that way i i'm right on i border on the edge of that john is well, how do i want to say it? johnny farther along in his career he doesn't want to do that right now um and well, the, and yeah because <laughs> yeah there's folks, a, it's yeah, a, there's a work, difference right there's you know? a well that's my goal now right yeah your right. goals change so it's yeah, your uh, goals you change. know how hard do you want to work at yeah. at 66? Right, know? exactly. And so these are these are just some of the things we're going to ask you. How old you are? We're going to ask you. you know, we're going to ask you a whole series of questions to try to cater a program to, to, that works for you, and then get you on the path and get you working. It's really we enjoy it. I, my, it's for me. It's a pay it forward thing. If I can help a young person really succeed and get there, young, it doesn't. Yeah, and young is relative, by the way. You can be as old as we are, and we'll help you out. You know, it's not that. But we just like see, to see people get ahead. Or at least I do. I like to see people get ahead i got all this knowledge up here in my head and um, i love to share it you know and i know what works and i know what doesn't work a lot of what works and a lot of what doesn't work and and plus the flip side is i also learn from these experiences too because some people have brought some ideas to me that i'm like oh hell that's a good idea i'm gonna use that so it is a two-way street so anyway with that john you have anything else to add no larry i do not i am uh i'm i'm out i'm out so well 
So but, I did. But, uh, I did yeah. have a question for you. I had a question for you. This is always the question. You know, it's always close to the end of the show. What have you learned from your from being abducted by the aliens while you were trying well, to take their spaceship apart? This, what have you learned? We've learned how to do it now. That's <laughs> so if you do if you do take Larry up on any offers here, Larry will tell you how to take the spaceship apart. <laughs> 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 or get probed. I don't know when. <laughs> Had to oh, go there. All right, Larry, with that. Had to go there, Johnny, didn't you? <laughs> all right. With that, again, questions at Handyman Pros Radio Show or at HandymanProsRadioShow at gmail.com. Uh, we do have a Facebook group. That's at Handyman Pros. If you've got any good suggestions for shows and or good other good ideas for other handymen or for people in general, you can post them out there. We love to see the interaction of what, what goes on um, for, for people's creative ideas. And then um, we also have our website. It's HandymanProsRadioShow.com, which is uh, just a, a, a general resource type page so folks with that we will see you next week on the handyman pros radio show